Welcome back to another episode of True Side Talks. It's your boy, the Cosmic Charlie, Jeremy Long. And sitting across from me is the king, man. <laughs> What's up? It's Alex. He's back. He's, He's back, here. man. I am. I've returned with my... Uh, yo, this is the this is the mug that I drank the tea out of, too. That is. Oh, is it? That's this is mug. the mug. It's the double mushroom mug. I wish yeah, it bro. didn't have the boogeyman on it, though. Yeah. No, that, that kind of makes it cool. Well, no, that motherfucker can go to go fucking surf dog. I don't like him. Yeah, he's, <laughs> like, he's pretty spooky, dude. He's got he's pretty spooky. I don't know. This oh, by the way, I'm like Lucas Wood. Hello. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't agree. Scratch his beard. <laughs> uh, so welcome welcome to this episode, man. It is Monday, your favorite day of the week. The day that you wake up, you go you go out there, and you fuck the world up on the you first day You watch Monday Night Raw. Uh, yeah, you come home and you, you watch Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, yeah, no. It's the best day of the week, and if you disagree... Is it on Monday nights? Yeah. I think Raw is on Monday nights, yeah. Mm-hmm. My brother was hella into wrestling, but yeah, I remember. I like. I think I blocked those days out of my, my memory. My little brother goes uh, hard on that shit, so he'll just be yeah. kicking my ass. He's like doing people's elbow and shit, all kinds of crazy moves. He doesn't give a fuck, dude. He goes hard too. He'll just straight up walk. Can you smell? Start beating the shit out of you. He's like, all right, rock is See, my oldest brother Zach Guess is roll, bro. Uh, handicapped, you know, mm-hmm. but. He fucking okay. He has this death grip thing, dude. If he gets a hold of you, you will not get away. Like, it you know, like he because he'd lay on the floor and shit, and kind of we'd all you know be Wrestling playing around on the floor yeah. and shit. But if he grabs you, dude, he literally like go grab your skin, like dig his nails into your skin, That's and there's it. no way you can get away. Like <laughs> he'll have you all day, man. You're there for eternity. That's a Monday Night Raw shit, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's the death grip. Yeah, That's what we called shit. it. We called it the Zach death grip. I saw this fucking video, dude, of <laughs> Randy Savage and... Or not Randy Savage. What's that dude's... Yeah, Macho Man Randy mm-hmm. Yeah. And this chick... Macho Man. And this chick who was just like him, and they're both going... <laughs> like in the, Oh, where they cut the... Where they cut no, no, no. The, oh. they, they didn't cut it. She was like as like fucking insane as he was and like he starts like going on about something and then she starts talking in the same style and he's just like spinning in circles like (laughs) and i'm like dude what the fuck is your problem man like he like he's just hyperventilating on tv and shit and he's like i will get you and i i will crush you that shit's so like it like (laughs) it honestly like I feel like when you're in that position, it's like, you might as well go all the way the fuck out. If you're acting some weird shit like that, it's, right, like, yeah. it's like, you might as well just be like, fuck it. <laughs> you yeah, know? That's, like, that's honestly what I love about those wrestlers is it's like, dude, they're just, they're just freaking it. Like, they're, yeah, they they're out, like, they, they know that, like, it's, it's, it's it corny is. or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. like, they're just, so fun. they're just <laughs> having fun. Like, yeah. that's my, honestly, one of my favorite things is watching John Cena, like, He's a fucking cornball. Yeah, but like, cornball. He's just having fun with shit. And like, I think yeah. that's kind of cool. That that just like, it, it's one of those things where it's like when wrestlers go to like uh, USC or Bellator, like Brock Lesnar, 
and like and like well no well, Brock Lesnar, I brought, people no, Brock Lesnar who was is the a, other one that went, didn't the Miz try to do that though I think so I think no the, fucking uh, CM Punk tried to do a, a bout and he fucking got up yeah okay that's what it was yeah and he got his ass beat. Like, don't ask me. I don't even know who this fucking dude is. Like, I've never really yeah, watched Yeah, I, I, I literally but know. But I know, person. I knew that because of just, you know, having ESPN Plus and shit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, fucking, yeah, Brock Lesnar's a powerhouse, dude. Like, the thing is with him, like, he's actually, like, a really good wrestler. Like, not even, like, in the WWE terms, but in, mm-hmm. as far as, like, actual grappling. But, like, I was watching this fight with him, and just the way he throws punches it looks slow but you know there's so much velocity mm, going he's inside so fucking hard. well he's such a big fucking dude yeah. man yeah he's, that's the thing those he's guys a, he's are a, big. he's a, he's a like, big old norwegian boy it's like getting hit like, with a train or something yeah you know? like, it's like like people are like oh i don't like watching heavyweight bouts i'm like dude those are some of the coolest knockouts i've ever seen because every punch is like a like What's a that? destroying like, accident yeah like <laughs> thor's hammer bro but i was watching this uh fight with brock lesnar and i can't remember who he was fighting at the time but this dude like was just beating the fuck out of him and so now it's like you got dc um daniel cormier who's like the new heavyweight dude and he's like been talking shit to brock he's like come on motherfucker let's fight he's like i want to fight you beat your ass and then retire <laughs> and literally he like his last fight he won he was like standing in the ring and joe rogan gets up there and he's like hey man how do you feel he's like hold on joe and he like grabs that mic and he's like brock lesnar if you in the motherfucking crowd get your motherfucking ass in here because i'll whoop your ass right now too and brock oh, lesnar starts like walking like he like runs and jumps over the gate and he's like, like what? some WWE yeah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. And I was With a like, fucking chair. <laughs> and they then, drop a cage down on top of the cage. No, like, it's <laughs> ladders to WWE. the bird cage. WWE. Uh, what was the ladder fight? That shit was gnarly. When they do the oh, fucking the cage money ladder. thing. Get yeah. to the ladder, yeah. yeah. And get the like, briefcase. See, but those dudes, okay, like that shit, those guys are getting fucked up, Yeah, they're dude. falling on ladders Like they're, they're falling from shit. a 10-foot ladder onto it, you know, like. Well, no, that's the dangerous thing with like wrestling people are like oh it's fake it's like no but like that's still like a dangerous sport they're still oh. dropping have that you guys, height you know yo have you guys ever seen that fucking backyard wrestling shit it's like mm-hmm. a i watched this lit like a I don't that's know, what that like, dude sean used to it do. was like one of those like oh, vice right, yeah I don't know if it was like Vice, but one of those fucking things like yeah, that, yeah. you know. I played a game called but, uh, Backyard Wrestling. Yeah, yeah dude, that so, game was fucking so cool. like an insane clown posse yeah, game yeah. or something. Yeah, like, yeah. I remember we used to play. It's pretty much fucking like that, dude. They do it in like there's this fucking state. It's like North Carolina or some sh- some shit like that, where it's like sort of legal, I guess, where they can get around it. Sort but dude, illegal. the shit they do. Okay, they have the fans. They set it up in this guy's backyard. They have the fans bring weapons for the people, like. Fucking swords, like what weapons, dude? Like somebody, I watched a guy. I don't know what it was. It was like a oh, it was a meat tenderizer. So it was like a little circle that had a bunch of spikes on it. I watched a bald dude get that smashed into his skull, and then they after the fight, he was just standing there, and they were like pulling it out, and you could watch his fucking head pull. It was the crit, and he was just sitting there like, yeah, man, I'm so glad to be part of this. Like, and you're just like. What, bro? Like, you're probably making, like, 500 bucks for this fight, and you just got fucked up. You just up. got tenderized, dude. Fucked yeah. up, dude. They call him the meat tenderizer. You guys should look that shit. I was like, wait. Oh, this See, game, that, that game, I don't dude, know if like, I can... It was intense, fucking... It was, like, dude. baseball was, bats with spikes in it. And fucking, yeah, dude, it was like, gross. Like, some of it was well, hard no, to that's, watch. That's, that's like, the thing Jesus I've been, like... Christ, I've been really debating, like, watching or getting into is, like, bare knuckle fighting. Mm-hmm. And they have that shit. See, the thing is, like, doing martial arts and stuff, like... You know, like, uh, 
like I was watching like highlights of it and like well, it's it not just only getting hit, but people breaking their fucking yeah. Hands and and you know, it you know, it, like, it made it honestly made me sick to my stomach because like it's just so brutal that like mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, like as far as like mixed martial arts go, like yeah, you're you're getting damaged, but like there's rules and precautions. So like you, you I mean, you can you can die in the ring, and you have to be right. prepared to do that. But like. Watching bare knuckle fighting, it has made me like it made me sick, thing, dude. I was just like, that is it. so destructive. And like, there's this picture of this dude. Um, he's uh, he's part of McGregor's team. Uh, I can't remember his first name, but his last name's Lobov. And he's this bad, he's this badass like Russian fighter who who was like trained in Ireland and shit. He's a badass motherfucker, but he does that bare knuckle shit. And there was this picture after one of his wins, but his face is so swollen you can't even see his eyes because everything Jesus. like his face is real narrow and real like without any swelling, but like it was like out to here and he was like, Oh, I just want to say thank you for letting me fight. I was like, Bro, that is so destructive. Yeah, you're man. fucked, dude. You're see, fucked up, man. Like, here's my thing with it. I watched a another one of those like weird documentary things on it on like YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it was like on the I was watching like the essentially the startup of it like the guy who's i don't remember his fucking name but the guy who's starting the whole thing and uh like their first match was like up in wyoming or whatever was like where they did the first legal like national event of it yeah and uh i was watching and it is fucking brutal it's insane there's, there's like things about it though that i that made sense to me like like, uh, the punches and shit, like, you get knocked out quicker, so it's not, like, as much... Because, tr- like, yeah, when you're taking a bear punch to the face, like, you got, like, three of those and four of those from a big yeah, but rather I, than, I, like, 80 just, like... But, you know but the saying? thing is, the thing is with it is, like, you're causing more damage to your hands, more damage to your face. Yeah, it's um, just more right. bodily damage. Well, like, it might be less brain damage. And but so, like, and so your actual, like, if you're wanting to create a career within fuck, fighting, yeah. you're you're going to shorten your career so. by well, at least 10 years. The thing I mean, with that to me that's, like, weird is, like, I think this should, like, be cool to do it or whatever, you know? Like, it should be fine. Like, if people want to go fucking do that, like... Yeah, it's up to them. Like, yeah, well, and that. I think it's honestly better that it's, like, like... Uh, legitimize. So then it's like, because that shit happens anyway. My, my thing, my, fight, yeah, people are gonna fight. My that thing shit, with those it, dudes like that, they do that shit underground for bets and shit, and it's ghetto. Yeah, but that's like, what but my thing say, with like, it is like the 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 professionalism of it is kind of subpar. It's almost like it's underground because the main promoter dude, he's just like basically there was this whole um, this whole debate thing. Um, on how he was like treating the fighters and basically like he came out and like one after one of the matches and he was like if y'all ain't making each other fucking bleed you're not getting fucking paid and like just like he's a fucking he's a terrible person man and it's just like the thing of the reason i like watching martial arts and doing martial arts is because like it's a humbleizing experience and the fighters genuinely like express love to the art itself right i mean yes you're going to each other they yeah respect i mean each you're, other. you're gonna have like the khabibs and the mcgregor fights where it's like they fucking hate each other mm-hmm. but for the majority of the people who are in the sport but even those guys give respect to other people you know exactly like they, they I mean, like yeah. that towards everybody but the, the problem with that whole thing is like you got i mean they're both disrespecting each other's nationalities they were mm-hmm. both Religions, i mean it, yeah. it, it was just it was really um that's just how mcgregor works i mean that's just he's that type of fighter he grew up in the slums of dublin like he he, it's not even he's just a hard dude like he just wants to get a rise out of people to fuck with their mental shit because like if you're about to go into a fight and you're been you've been fucking them mentally for three months Mm -hmm. 
you know, like, the fighter's going to go into it, like, kind of unnerved. Right. But Khabib, I mean, he's a fucking smasher, he dude. He, he, it, he, yeah. he didn't give a fuck. He was going to kill him. Yeah. And, and he did. Yeah, he was calm as fuck. That shit was crazy. Well, like, it's because... The, they're both from hard places. So slums of Dublin and then Dagestan. Dagestanis are the most insane fucking people in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Like, they live a hard fucking life, dude. Yeah, that fight was weird. That was, like, one of the only fights ever. Because I don't really follow that shit very much. But, yeah. like, I couldn't even watch it because, you know, it's all fucking, fucking whatever. So I was literally watching online. I had my computer up and I was watching, like, a... Uh, like, a like almost like a play-by-play. Kind of play. yeah, yeah. Like yeah, exactly. Just, like, it was, like, running through each round or whatever. It was, like, going through the huh. shit and stuff. It was, pretty, it was pretty cool. I was, like... You know, and it was, like... I knew, like, I, I was going to bet on it that day, yeah. and I, I was going to bet on Khabib. Like, it's much, I like McGregor. McGregor boy, yeah. Well, but, I like McGregor because he's, you know, he's proven, he's he was the first champ champ. He was the first dude to win two belts in two different, you know, uh, weights. And the first dude to just, like, really fuck the system. What weight? Uh, I think it was, well, not welterweight. Yeah. Is that, that's like the light dude, right? That's like it's small like, guy? It's like not, it's like right above lightweight. Yeah, no, so he did lightweight and welterweight, I'm pretty sure. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Is he that small? Yeah, he's he's 160. Oh, okay. So, yeah. but I liked, you know, I liked his fighting style and just the way he could just walk out there and just dominate a whole ring just with his stand-up game. And I was like, man, that's that's pretty incredible. But, like, when you're when you having a striking dude going against, a, like, a hardcore jiu-jitsu yeah. grappler, especially Khabib. Yeah, who, once he gets you, you're kind that's of kind of what everybody was saying, too, was, like, if he gets him on the ground, he's fucked. You know? Well, it's, and it's, it's, like it's exactly because Khabib is just, he, he, that's his life, man. He's been doing that forever. And that's, I mean, wrestling is the biggest thing in Russia. Mm-hmm. Next, I mean, striking is kind of like a secondary thing that they focus on. But as far as like jujitsu and, and the, the main, like, I'm going to fucking choke you the fuck out mm-hmm. type of mentality. Like, once Khabib gets you, like, as soon as I saw him take his back, I was like, rear naked choke. And that's what he did, mm-hmm. and it was done. And I, well, I saw McGregor's head, chin move up because you're supposed to keep your chin down against your you chest it, yeah. so you can block your carotid arteries and shit. So you're mm-hmm. not gonna get fucking choked out. And as soon as I saw his chin like move up a little bit and that arm slip under, done, done, dude. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's over, man. God, that's gonna be a scary feeling too when you've got somebody like as fucking dangerous as that dude with your and his arm gets around gets, neck, a, gets yeah. it around your neck. You're well, just like, and yeah. I'm fucked. Yeah, how's that bitch? It's, it's funny because, like, uh, you know, just, like, sparring and training and shit, like, even when you're the fucking dude who's getting it, mm-hmm. you get excited because, like, once you getting feel... choked? No, 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 oh. no. Like, I mean, it's when, sh- when you're the aggressor. So if you take someone's back and you're trying to get that fucking rear naked and you're putting in your heel hooks and everything and really digging in, and as soon as they get fucking tired and that chin moves a little bit and you feel your forearm go under, you're like... You're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like this fucking mushroom coffee, man. Yeah, Four Sigmatic. Go check that shit out, dude. Uh, it's super good. Um, oh, yeah. No, it was good. Mix that shit with water. I like water, it with yeah. the coffee. It was good with the coffee. I, yeah, I, I like definitely like it with the water because it has Arabia, Arabic. Yeah. Ar- Arabian? Ar- 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 Arabic? Arabic coffee? No. Is Arabian that how you coffee? Say Arabic? Arabic? What? I don't know. I don't. I. How's it spelled? I think it's I think it's Arabic. I feel like I'm pronouncing Arabian? it Arabian? Coffee beans. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Whatever. <laughs> and it has some good foreign shit in there. All right, it's got some good shit. Yeah, chaga and lines, man, man. Go. We're talking imports. I mean, and exports, baby. that's that's why I push out that layered superfood. Talking textiles, baby. <laughs> <laughs> talking trading. 
I know this is for Sigmatic, not Laird, but Laird's performance mushrooms has the Chagan Lion's Mane in it and the Maitake and the Cordyceps. And it's even, it's like the most powerful, like, fucking mixture. Because with these guys, you're only getting Lion's Mane and uh, Maitake, I think. Where or no, you, you're getting you, Lion's Mane and Chaga. Where do you grab that other good shit? On the website? Or yeah, what? on LairdSuperfood.com. Where? You use this to fucking climb skyscrapers? <laughs> no, it's to, it's to pull out dents out of your car. Oh. Oh, dude, that's fucking Mission Impossible that. shit. Yeah, that's fun, <laughs> dude. Um, yo, have you guys seen that fucking, uh, the, like, Icelandic fucking giants or whatever? I, I, I watch a lot of YouTube. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alex. We, uh, we all so, do. <laughs> fucking, uh, what, uh, I don't I watch weird shit on there, but, um, it was, like, these Icelandic giants, dude, they're, like, these fucking... Norwegian fucking super They're all, monsters. dude, they're a big people, and, man. Dude, I, it was, like, showing their gym of, like, how they train. And it's, like, this, like, underground. It's, like, a cement basement. And it just has, like, giant concrete slabs in it. And just, like, a bunch of weird big shit. And it, it, like, doesn't look like a gym. But there's just dudes in there just, like, throwing fucking, like, massive fucking, like... I don't know, things bigger than, like, as big as these th- three tables together. Just, like, bricks of concrete Jesus. shit. And you're just, like... Fuck, dude! There's Jack is a dude. I love watching the fucking. uh, Oh, we should go to the Scottish Irish Festival. Yeah, and watch the fucking. It's coming. The log toss, dude. The log toss. Yeah, yeah. and they do jousting, like legit jousting. Yeah, we should go. But dude, watching the people toss the fucking logs, it's crazy. Like we should do a true sight in the field, bro. Yeah, that'd be tight. That'd be fucking cool. Uh, Hell yeah! Fucking. uh... We should go into it. We should all go sword fight, dude. Let's go joust, dude. I would joust. I would joust. I, I think joust as fuck. Joust. I think I could do it. Mm-mm, bitch. Mm-mm. Do you know how to ride a horse? I've done it, but I'm not doing it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing actually it. really good at riding horses. I've been to prison, ride been a prison a few times. <laughs> what did you do to get into prison? I can't tell you. Oh, co- confidential? No, uh, it was a little just, bit of... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just so you know, the government deleted all my information. Oh, so you're not... Let's actually. get into that. Let's yeah. fucking go oh, into that. Oh, blazer. Yeah. Well, okay. first, I want to get into... Uh, sleep. Oh, That's yeah. That's another thing we that plays that. into yeah. that shit, too. Okay. Um, so, I've been noticing after I've stopped smoking weed as much. The aliens are talking to you in your sleep? Yes. <laughs> uh, they come in and they touch me. No, they don't touch you. They touch your mind. No, no. They That's... touch me. They're dirty. An alien touch. <laughs> They're gangs delicious. <laughs> <laughs> That's a plug to someone. I hope you get it. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, no, I think uh, I think like smoking because it stops like REM sleep, mm-hmm. so you don't get like your actual. You don't hit like the right type of sleep throughout Speaking the night. Of sleep, my feet are asleep. <laughs> Damn. Since recording like, the other day, no, dude, dude they've been falling asleep like crazy. Wake up, buddy. Them up. Oh, don't do that. No, <laughs> oh, he gave me the like pins and needles. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, okay, continue. So I've been having I've been having this <laughs> And on you go. <laughs> I've been having this reoccurring dream of this fucking wolf dude. Like not a wolf dude, but like a wolf mm-hmm. that keeps coming into my dream from like the right frame if I'm speaking in like video terms. Mm-hmm. And like it'll like come in and like it's I'm like in the woods somewhere and it's mm-hmm. like at nighttime and like he like comes in and he does like a spin and then he sits and stares at me and I stare at him. And then I like start walking towards it, and it just like kiss. exactly. It's, it's actually just a furry porno, so it's like 
I just rewatched it the other day. A giant furry man walks out of the, out of the wolf costume and fucks me. It's awesome. It's fucking exhilarating. Uh, but no, you ever like, seen Deliverance? Let me tell you about like, a wet dream I had. It's a lot like that, only... Uh, starts with a wolf. <laughs> starts with a wolf, ends with uh, non-consensual uh, butt, butt sex. Under the moonlight. Ends with uh, a <laughs> Fucking, and uh, this wolf will just, like, disappear, and then, like, the wind will pick up and just go... And then I'll wake up. Every, like, it's weird. been, like, three or four nights in a row. Dude, that and, is weird. Yeah, like, I wonder what... You know, like, some people, like, try to analyze dreams all hardcore. Yeah, you can, I mean, you can, there's, like, symbols, like, when you see stuff in dreams, like, certain stuff has, like, symbols, like, shoes or, like, yeah, teeth yeah. or, like... Yeah, no, um, I had that, because, uh, like, when I was in probably, like, 7th, 8th grade, I got real into lucid dreaming, which I'm trying to get back into, because to me, it's sort of like a form of, I don't know, it's like a workout for your brain. It's like how control, how much control over your mind do you have, you know? Yeah. But there's, there's shit in that where, like, you, uh... Like, I always see water in my dreams, every mm-hmm. single dream I had. Like, so I would, like, I kind of got to a point where any time I'd see water anywhere, I'd always kind of do, like, a check to make sure I wasn't asleep. Because that's basically how you end up lucid dreaming is, like, you... So, like, if you see this water here, you'd, like, do this, you know, and see if, like, your fingers go through your hand, you know? Because, like, you're not a tangible thing in a dream, yeah, you know? right. So that'll happen, and then you'll be like, oh, fuck, I'm dreaming. But, um... I'd have that all the time where I'd like see a waterfall and be like, oh shit, like maybe I'm dreaming. And then you start to realize you are. But I was looking up like, you know, everybody has different shit for it. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, this was a long time ago, so I can't remember what like the meaning of like always having water as your present thing. But it has to do with like your character, like what you what you are as a, as a person, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but no, I totally think that's true too. Like if you see birds all the time. That's weird. I see a lot of water too. Yeah. Like, well, I just remember in like, in my psychology class in high school, we did like a... A dream analysis mm-hmm. and like the dream that I analyzed it was a weird fucking dream dude I was like <clears throat> I have a lot of water too actually mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of weird like I had a recent dream I don't know I had a few two weird recent sleep things but the dream I analyzed was like I was like down by this river and then there's just like a bunch of people and you know in dreams there's like people you don't know but right it's, yeah. it's not like, yeah, uncomfortable yeah, yeah. but I was like down at this river and uh this fucking lady had my shoes inside of a like a cooler mm-hmm. like she had my shoes in a cooler like some old converse that i had and then the the river had like a bunch of piano tiles underneath it and i was like walking on the river and it was like pianos and uh you mean like keys yeah like okay. piano keys yeah yeah, yeah. and uh so i was just like it was like not that far under the water but like um it was weird there's like a uh, yeah there's like weird shit with like shoes and stuff. i don't totally remember the meanings of like all of them specifically, so yeah. I don't know if I could, like, well, that, dissect it. But there's, yeah. like, those key signifiers, like, the wolf probably means something specific, like, the wind blow, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you can find... Like, the nighttime, the woods, you like, You can seclusion. find stuff like that, like... Well, that's, like, so, that book, or the, the, the thing I was telling you about the other day, that, like, uh, that script that I wrote is pretty much, like, a... Uh, when I was younger, I used to have this reoccurring dream. It happened for, like, a few weeks. Like, every single night I'd have it. And, um, and so that's what that is, but it's, like... I'd wake up or I'd like, you know, come into the dream and I'd just be like in my like elementary school cafeteria mm-hmm. and I just kind of, but I'd be like as old as I am now, you know, mm-hmm. and I'd just kind of be standing there and be like, what the fuck is going, you know, why am I in like my elementary school cafeteria? I haven't been here forever. And then I'd see like a figure in the doorway that like just immediately was like something fucked up with that. Like, I don't, Weird. you know, that guy's yeah. fucking scary. And he'd like start running at me. So I'd run out like the back door and it, like the back door, you like went to like a, um, 
like parking lot basically, mm-hmm. you know. But like when Keep I went out, it would just be like a cornfield, like like all the way up to the door, it would just be like corn, you know. So I'd be like running through the corn, and then there was like a trampoline in the fucking uh, grass, and I went to jump on the trampoline, but I, every time I'd fall through it, Weird. and I'd just be falling forever. And then I'd just hit the ground and I'd be in a different field and there'd be an old house there. And then these people would come out and they'd have like porcelain heads. Like their heads were like weird, like, like just straight, like abstract shapes. Like both of them, like two of them had this like kind of upside down U like as a head, you know? And then like the main guy that would like kind of do all the talking came out and he had like this kind of, I don't know, weird kind of pyramid shaped head, but it was like a, you know wasn't like a perfect pyramid. It was like all kind of kind deformed of funny, and yeah. weird. Uh, but you could tell they were made out of porcelain, you know? Yeah. And then when you'd look into the sky from where I fell, there was just like an opening hole in the sky. And then I'd go in the house with them, and they'd tell me that I was like the moon child, and I had to flood the house. And so we'd what? like turn on all the taps and shit, and the house would flood, and then all the walls would fall down, and we'd just be on like an ocean. And then I'd wake up. Whoa. And I had that like every single night That's for a while. And so like I wrote it all down because I was like, I got to like remember that shit because that's yeah. crazy, you know? Yeah. No, I, dreams are weird, man. And I think like I, I'm i really into like, I guess like omens in a weird way. Yeah. Like like I don't really believe in them, but I do believe that there's some like... Power behind that kind yeah, of shit. So, like, I look at them. So yeah, there's, there's, love, there's yeah. a... I guess, yeah, I'm interested in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's like like the deer I found the other day, like the young like the young buck like that I like turn like I was at work and I was like spraying this lawn and I like came around the corner into the backyard and there's just like this six point buck just like laying under this tree in the shade and he was just like laying there like chilling out mm-hmm. and so like I like took a step towards him and like he kind of like got like weird with me and I was like oh okay I see like I don't want to really fuck with him so I like sat down on the ground like crisscross applesauce and shit and I was just like sharing a moment with this like animal That's and I was just cool. staring at him and he was staring at me for a long time, it was like 20 minutes went by, and I like called my boss, and I was like, hey, there's this buck out here, like, just want to let you know, I might not be able to do this, because they're unpredictable, because they're young, mm-hmm. and they'll, they'll fucking trample you. Right. And Even adults will, yeah, too, well, just yeah. like fucking, can't, you know. And so, I like stood up, and like went to take another couple steps, and he like, he stood up, and like, he like kind of got all tensed up, like he was going to like come at me, and so I sat down, and then he sat back down. And then, like, we both just, like, sat there for another, like, 20 minutes. And wow. then, like, I stood up and I was like, all right, man, like, like you, you got this. Like, keep chilling, dude. Like, I'll, oh you know, enjoy your time. And I, like, just, like, rolled up and, like, went home. But, like, nice. like it was, like, this thing of, like, the, I guess the way I took it is, like, almost like a symbolism in my own self where it's, like, there's this young buck, this young deer, mm-hmm. like, and he's just trying to you know relax for once mm-hmm. and then when like the outside world is like trying to intervene he won't like allow it to you know mm-hmm. like so like he's just like holding his ground and so oh, yeah. i took that as symbolism in myself to like hold my ground and just yeah. like not let the world fuck me mm-hmm. because it's not worth it yeah. and like i'm just not gonna allow anyone to you know yeah. right take yeah. my shit so yeah. yeah i just thought it was kind of a yeah. cool thing and then that night i started having the wolf dreams so I don't know if that uh, was like it plays into each other in like Norwegian and like. Did you um, kind of look into like what? The, I what haven't means? yet because uh, I I think I've looked into wolf stuff and like. Um. I think it usually has to do with family, honestly. Like, uh, like even though people kind of always talk about like the lone wolf stuff, right? Like wolves kind of symbolize like like a family. Maybe that's what they yeah. like all you know they all always stay with the family you know right, what I mean? right with the pack yeah shit. yeah 
I don't know. I had <clears throat> I used to have this weird reoccurring dream as a kid where it was it was at my grandparents' house in Wichita. Mm-hmm. You guys have been there, so like this fucking house. Yeah, so I'd start in just like in the house, right? And like you know the bathroom where you go to shower mm-hmm. like my grandparents room so like i would go in there and right when you walk in their room on the left is like their closet and it's, right. like, it's like a real big not real big but it's like a little walk-in, walk-in closet yeah. and it has shelves and shit and like well i don't know when you're a kid it's like big enough to walk around and get right. like lost in and shit you know fun, and uh, fun shit yeah. yeah and um but i used to have this dream all the time where i would i would just be led on this path like I would just always I would just always take this certain path and I'd go in there mm-hmm. and I'd go in for some reason there was like a door in there that led through a tunnel to like another room like uh and it was your parents were there and they had no. <laughs> <laughs> no it was like a weird little cottage right right and uh and you'd go in the weird little cottage and it was real small um and you'd like I always would open the door and you'd come out onto this ledge and it was like really pretty greenery but I was always out on this like um, big ledge it was big enough to like hang out on to walk around on Mm -hmm. but like for some reason in the dream I always had to jump off of it and like it was weird because in the dream I could see it was like I don't know maybe like 20 20 feet like I could tell like you could tell every time that you'd be okay but I'd still have to like get to the edge and like get enough whatever to like jump off mm-hmm. like and that was just the dream every time was I had to jump off the edge of this cliff it was super fucking weird hmm. but uh then the other night my uh smoke alarm in my room was like doing that shit where it was like low battery low yeah, battery yeah. all night does and, it uh, actually say that yeah, dude. It says low That's battery. better than it just, like, beeping. It beeps, and then it says low battery. Oh, yeah. It's, that's a big shit. It is a bit. I know. And I switched the batteries out on it that mm-hmm. first night, and it didn't work. And I was like, God damn it. So I just was like, fucking, I'm going to go to sleep. So I have some cool shit. All right. What? So I just looked up, like, wolf meaning and, like, dreams. And so it says, uh, let's see, where did it go? Um, where did it go? Uh, certain or so end quote certainly the North American Indian cultures and tribes find the wolf very important to be a very important dream symbol notes Richmond it is considered a strong warrior symbol and is associated with wisdom and healing mm-hmm. so like I think that t- like it could be a negative and a positive thing mm-hmm. depending on like your headspace so maybe it was just like you're like gaining wisdom mm-hmm. like as you're growing you know and you're healing from right. like whatever you know and then I looked up, also looked up, like, seeing, like, a young deer like that and, like, what the meaning of that is. Um, and it says, the stag is the king of the forest, the protector of all other creatures. For the native tribes of North America, the deer was a messenger, an animal of power, and a totem representing sensitivity, intuition, and gentleness. In Buddhism, the deer symbolizes harmony, happiness, peace, and longevity. So, like, I think, like, just being able to share that, like, moment with that, you know, stag, just, like... Mm-hmm you know, showing, like, longevity and peace and harmony and, like, kind of just, like, this, (laughs) like, cool, I don't know, it, like, kind of, it made me feel really good because I was kind of having a shit day and it was, like, my last job of the day and, like... Well, and also the wolf shit, I mean, really kind of makes sense for where you're at right now, like, literally, like, I was was kind of talking to my grandpa about, you know, what you're, what you're, like, dealing with with that shit and, like, I was kind of like, yeah, like, Jeremy's just, like, learning right now, he's got to, you know, it's like, yeah, it's made a mistake and now he's got to like learn from it so it makes sense that that's something that you would have right you know right well yeah and that's cool especially with the timing of like the deer and stuff and then the dreams like i definitely think that that's like that hit you and then like those dreams are like it's like okay now you're learning stuff take it like don't well yeah i definitely think the wolf thing made me 
think about like what I was about to do right. and like I was gaining wisdom like even though it's the hard path that like I'm not going to go into it but the hard path that I have to take mm-hmm. is the path I don't want to take but it's like I've been taking the hard path my whole life just to gain just to go through the struggle to embrace mm-hmm. the suck of life and mm-hmm. just like flip it you know and make it into a positive thing so it's like you know I think I'm gaining wisdom in like the own rules that I've already emplaced on myself, mm-hmm. even though I wanted to find a loophole. Right. Yeah. You know, one thing that I thought was cool um, from that Duncan Trussell and Joe Rogan podcast, Yeah, they were talking about psychedelics, but I think this is actually true to what you experienced too. It's like... Um, oh, I definitely you know, related. So it's like, the thing is like, with like psychedelics and stuff, you get certain um, like insights and stuff. You get, you know, you get certain insights that maybe are not that that out there you know what i'm saying where right, it's yeah. like where it's like um you need to spend more time with your family you need to be whatever spend, spend less time focus on yourself whatever whatever yeah. you're getting out of that you know mm-hmm. those things it's like it's you feel the significance of them because something crazy told you because you're feeling the the weight of getting told that from like this presence that feels out you know what i'm saying yeah, it's like, like out there, rather than yeah. like you're it's like different than like you yeah exactly yeah. some guy at the gas station you know what i'm saying like well hey, and i feel know, like, like that kind of shit in, i feel like that's something you already know that stuff deep down right and like that stuff just, it just brings it to the surface and makes you really look at it and just go holy shit i fucking knew this already and right like, and i think but i think having experiences like that where it's mm-hmm. like it brings more weight to it than just whatever right, right. so like kind of like the same like when i saw cat williams in austin bro. yeah you know what i'm saying like that had a weight to it to me that was like a mythical creature that like at the time you know what i'm saying like dude cat williams I, is a mythical I, I creature you were like you just stopped for a second and you're like fucking cat williams yeah, so like <laughs> i don't know i guess I can, I guess I can explain that a little bit like we were, we were just walking around in austin and like there was um was that south by there's Southwest. a movie there's a movie called Fuck, I don't know. It has Ed Helms in it, though. And uh, I saw it literally, like, a couple months before we went to Austin. And in the movie, though, Cat Williams plays, like, the universe. Um, <laughs> and so, like, he just plays, like, the universe, uh, but in, a, in human form. And uh, we were just going, and, like, it just was really cool to, like... I mean, obviously, Cat Williams isn't the universe. He's kind of a out-there dude. But, I like, love Cat I love Cat Williams, too, dude. Stamps funny as fuck. But, like, um, just to see him like that, like, that was, like, what I needed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At that time of, like, there being a, a creature there, a powerful thing that's, like, something outside right. of, like, rather than just somebody being like, hey, man, you guys are on the right track. Like, you guys are doing cool shit. Oh, it's, it was, like, that it's, was like, your omen. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, like, it's, like, oh, man, okay, cool. We're doing we're doing the right shit. It's cool. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and I've had more of those along the, along well, the I, And track, I think but people, like, uh, I think there's, like, a big thing with, like, omens. And, like, I mean, really, omens are, like, only as powerful as what you, like, place on it, you know? Like, they're mm-hmm. only going to be as, like, detrimental to, like, you as if, like, you actually go... Oh, that's an omen. That's something that like means something. Like the day I came home, um, I I came home. I like it was when I was working for that plumber, and like I was just having a hard time. And uh, I came home, and there was this uh, this hawk sitting on the peak of my house, and he like flew down onto that wood fence right there mm-hmm. and that like little river thing? yeah and like he was just staring at me and i was staring at him and he didn't move as i walked by him and then i just walked inside and i was like what the fuck does that mean and so i like looked it up in native american culture it means like um you're gaining wisdom and you're gaining strength and there's new shit like coming on the mm-hmm. horizon and like you're about to you're about to realize like 
you're on the right path. Like this is like showing big change in right. your life. And then mm-hmm. the next day for four days straight, I kept seeing the same eagle come and fly and land on top of the, my workshop. Like there's a lake right there. So, I mean, it explains why there's an eagle, but mm-hmm. like same thing Still, yeah. for four days straight, came, landed, came, landed at the same time, 4 p.m. every day, every single day. And like, I would just like look up at him. He'd look down at me and then fly away. And like, so it was like, okay, I think I'm on the right path. Like, I think, I think there's something going and I, it was right before, actually, no, this is before I decided to, um, you know, before like my knee gave out for the Marines and like, Mm -hmm. I decided like, it's not going to work. And like, I decided to like take the path that I was meant to do. And, uh, you know, and I was like, it was right. It was like the big change is coming, you know? And like, like two weeks later, I fucking was like, oh, like, hell yeah. Yeah, the one thing I think with omens that's cool is, like, it's it's like what you make of it, for sure. And it's, like, my thing is, like, if you, whatever, I feel like what you attach to that omen, right, that you see and what it brings to your head, it's telling you go deeper and harder. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's, Dig like, deep. yeah, it's, like, if it's, like, if it brings something to your brain about what you're doing, right, if you yeah. see something and it's, like, oh, that's telling me this, it's, like, it might not be what you think it is, but if you are, if you're taking that, go. Like if you feel yeah, that, that's, you know what I'm that's saying. That's kind of how like, I feel. I think that you place the meaning and like I, I I think with like omens and stuff, it's like you place that meaning there, and like maybe it isn't like you know some universal thing, but like it's I think that's you strong enough. Yeah, yeah, I think I think if you yeah place your own meaning inside of that, and it t- and you personally connect that thing with it, then like. Yeah, that's what it is, you know. Right, right, right. right. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that's I, and I kind of think that's how a lot of shit is. Like, it, it, any sign that you're given, you know, like, mm-hmm. you give it, you give it its meaning. Because you could yeah. just see an eagle and go, "Oh, it's a fucking eagle." Yeah, exactly. You know, but if you see an eagle and you place meaning within, well, that, and it's like you know, if you're like, if you personally believe in like the power of animals and like things mm-hmm. within nature, like I do, like I, if I see a powerful animal. Like an eagle and a hawk are two of the most powerful animals. That's why I picked up that hawk feather because to me, I put it on like that hat that mm. like that uh, Western hat that I have because it's a powerful like thing. It's like almost like my totem, right. you know. And so like I put that on my hat and I was like, this has a lot of power to it. Yeah, well, and, and like that's I've always I've always felt like that. Like you know, in Minnesota and shit. Like there's hella bald eagles up there and stuff. And like when we'd uh, when we'd go to or you know we'd be out in the woods and stuff and find eagle feathers and it's like you yeah. find it and you kind of you make it special you know right. you like place a meaning in it and then you carry that with you yeah and like i think there's a lot of power in that kind yeah of i think like, uh i think omens just add like weight and meaning to your life yeah. you know like when you attach uh significance to something like i don't know it just brings more uh i don't know i guess strength and power like i think that's why it's been done forever you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like ancient cultures used to collect little stones and shit and it's like that little stone was part like i think like um I mean, it can get weird, you know, people get yeah. weird with that shit, but, like, still, there's, like, a there's like a thing where it's, like, even, like, adding, like, something, like, for me, like, uh, the mystique of, like, a guitar or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, that relationship that you build with something that's, like, special yeah, that you yeah. feel, like, has power, you know what I'm like saying? Like, my fucking congas. Exactly, like, the fucking congas, dude. They hold they hold your fucking... Da, 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 you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, they've I taken... Have that, I have that with my guitar, too. Every time I hold... That's why I hate recording with, exactly. with your bass, because yeah. it's, like, holding mine. I'm just, like, this is, like... This is right. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, like... I think when when you add stuff like that, it just makes your life more meaningful. You know, I think people try to like shut that shit out a lot, and it's just like, oh, I'm just gonna go get some lights or something. You know, I'm just like, yeah. put this shit down. So like, like uh, I don't know. When, when I was walking out of a, 
uh, fuck, where were we the other day? Bean Cycle, up in Fort Collins. Uh, I was just walking down the street, and, like, there was these really curvy bushes. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. It was, like, literally curvy. Like, yeah. it grew up like this and, like, swirled around. It was so fucking cool. It's like touched it and felt it and I was like wow that's crazy that like a plant can just grow like I mean obviously somebody shaped it but like the fact that like it shaped nature and it continues to grow right. with that power is fucking cool you know what I'm yeah. saying like just take the time and like feel that shit it just adds like a little bit of like oh that's cool like when you like get in touch a little bit with that like outsideness of like yourself and what you think is going on you know it well, feels I think, really I cool I think that like basic I mean with with and I know people talk about fucking cell phones all the time and shit but like I think that it really, like, it really does kind of shut you down from, like, what's happening around you, and I think that, like, doing that kind of shit, stopping and kind of looking at shit and just being like, whoa, this is fucking yeah, cool, I feel like and just appreciating <coughs> this normal shit, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like people are less observant, you know what I'm they, saying? It's well, like, it's like, um... They don't, it's like one of the, the things of just how, you know, humans are, you know, we are always looking to improve everything, and, mm-hmm. like, dude, like... Fucking two years ago, the iPhone that they had two years ago was just as good as what we have now. It's fine. Like, it's the same thing. It, like, you don't need anything better. Right. It, like, you already have a computer in your fucking pocket. Well, you don't even need this. It, it, you know get, I mean? it gets yeah. to the point of, like, why don't you appreciate what you got now? You know, it's good enough. Well, this, you know. the thing that, like, scares me, I was thinking about this, like, as, as I'm doing the research for the fucking Goddard thing for the next episode, like, I um, was watching one of his films and there's like a writer in it you know and uh, like he's like a screenwriter and he's like sitting there typing on his typewriter or whatever and then he like stops and like you know he's like smoking a cigarette just like thinking about what he's gonna write next and then i was like fuck people don't do that anymore if you're a writer you, you you like write and you think you know you stop and then you pick up your phone and you know well, and, I, and like and yeah. i found myself and doing I that do when that, i write yeah. yeah and so now i'm trying to get rid of my phone and shit when i'm writing or right. doing anything i literally whenever we're doing anything and it's an excuse for me to not use it which like feels really good yeah. you know mm-hmm. well it, it, it like what that does is like so the, i was gonna bring up a point too uh i'll round it back to that because i feel like it's in there like <clears throat> we've been talking uh just outside a little bit about like the default mode network and stuff, you right. know, and like how people get synced into that. And like, I was thinking about that with myself. Like there's times where like, you know, when you drive the same way, you take the same path to go, mm-hmm. you do your things your you routine. normally do. Yeah. yeah. You're always driving the same way. You're always going the same thing. But like how, you know, sometimes frequently you like, if you stop and like, note, like look around, like I'll be driving and I'm like, wow, I've never noticed that. Like I take this all the time and I've never seen that. Like right. you get so in this, like, I got to get where I'm going, got whatever that you just don't like be like, wow, like there's some weird shit out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, um, so I think that's like a cool thing is like, I mean, I don't know what it does for you, but I feel like it stimulates your brain more than just I, going. And like I with think- that, with that phone thing, when you're writing, like, um, I have that when I'm like playing piano and stuff, writing stuff. Like when you pick that up, it severs your stream, like your flow. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. like mm-hmm. stops it. It's like exactly because yeah. you're like in this. It's like you're turning the ball. Valve you're in this closed. exactly. Right. You're in this mode of consciousness where you're just writing. You're just creating, and then you get sucked out of that into like because uh, like a lot of internet shit is just ego stuff, right? Right. Whatever exactly. you see, most of the stuff is just either ego, like it hurts your ego, or it's like. For, like you know, you yeah, and making you feel whatever. So it's like, it's like, kind of destructive. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. so, I mean, there's obviously there's got to be a balance in there. Well, of like and, what's it, and it definitely okay to like, but kind of playing into 
because I we did want to talk about like Lazar and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The reason I've even brought that up is like from that conversation where they're talking about, you know, like where people are just constantly innovating and like we, we are like the mechanical. Uh, we're giving birth, like we're like we're the sex organs of like the mechanical era. So electronics, like we, yeah, we yeah. we the are giving era? we're giving yeah. birth to things beings that, beyond ourselves. Well, yeah. and just like our phones and shit, and like they were talking about that, and so like it it makes sense that you know obviously you know all animals have like their thing. So like bees create beehives, but like they don't improve it. They've just been doing that. For their whole existence they have one way to do it and that's just how they do it they're like oh shit this works this is how we do it right. but mm-hmm. us we'll go how do we make that better and even better and even better and you just keep going and going and going and well, going so and false. going and going yeah yeah well and the thing with that is like i mean it's been talked about before but like up to this point we've never had a revolution that um essentially switches the stream of consciousness like this right like the industrial revolution in the 1900s it was a huge impact on the world, right? Like, created right. hella shit, hella stuff, but we've never had anything that's been, like, a global fucking, you know what I'm shift, saying? Like, yeah. uh, of people's, like, ideas and energies, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's completely shifted into almost an outside world that just doesn't exist. Like, the internet doesn't exist. Like, it could just, it does, but it, it could just turn, well, it that's the stop. Thing, that's the thing that's crazy to me is, like, people's identities would literally fucking evaporate if like if the internet shut off you know people would have no idea what to do with themselves because their entire existence revolves around yeah well and like the only way that they connect with other humans is through that right and it's not actually real connection it's like you know it's like a filtered version you saying that it kind of brings me to this thing i had like the day when everyone was busy that I was talking about on the last yeah, episode. Yeah, and you're just like, what the fuck do well, I do and, you know, it, it was like, like, Well, it was more of just like, I like turned my phone off and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to drive to people's houses and knock on their door like I used to when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And just be like, hey, is so-and-so home? Like mm-hmm. literally yeah. just like make it like, we're, all right, if they're not home, I'm going to move on to the next person, yeah. the next person. And so like I went to Aaron's house, no one was home. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll just go home. Like, I'll just go hang out at home. And yeah, just, like, I guess I've never, I haven't thought about how long it's been since I've done that. Like, I would ride my bike to your yeah. house, ride my bike to Joey's house, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I'd just, like, you know, just show up and just be like, hey, is he home? Yeah. Yeah. And then if he was home, it's like, all right, let's fucking, let's play Grand Theft Auto. You know, like, yeah. whatever. Let's do some shit. Let's do some yeah. Well, and I think, like, you know, it's to the point where you have all these followers, but, you know, do they actually, they're not, they don't give a fuck about you, man. Like, you they, know they, they're not, it's not a real connection. It's a... It's it's an electrical you know connection. Okay, you know while we're doing this, I'm deleting Instagram. You know what's weird to me about? I've been um, wanting to anyway. Getting rid of it. I'm I'm gonna keep my stupid shit. I never use it. Well, anyway, I, so, I gotta but I gotta post for the podcast. No, I'm deleting my own. Shit. Like we can post. Like that's the thing I was realizing. I keep telling myself like, oh, I'm just doing it for promotion. I'm just doing it for promotion. It's like, why do I need a personal account to do promotional shit? You know. Yeah, like that's true. The only reason I'm gonna keep my personal is because I, I thought about deleting it, but I'm starting that. Even delete this fucking. I'm shit. starting that uh, photography oh, project, nice, yeah. and I want to be able to share post it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like it because mine's a business account, pitch, anyways. So yeah, I hardly ever post except for music know shit. You know? to. But I think um oh the thing that's weird with like internet shit is like if you think about like internet time like. It's super bizarre how internet time is almost different than real time. Like, um, 
I don't know, thinking back to like being like a kid or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I guess I'll just log out. Like, <laughs> get rid of it. Me and me and uh, Cameron used to go like because we've always lived. Me and Cameron have always lived like a block Pretty apart. Fun, yeah. Like seriously, our entire lives. It's weird. Like our parents moved to Milliken. Like we're like a block apart. Damn. Um, but uh, yeah, since we're like seven, so like, um, but yeah, we used to just like go out, right? You just like take your bike or your fucking longboard or whatever and you just go out and like the day you just explore it you find some weird sticks you're like in the grass you're like it's a whole world right you know what i'm saying yeah. like you're just making like the time seems infinite right, right. well that's but how when like when we grew up i mean jeremy and i have been the same since we were little kids yeah. too like yeah every day we'd hang out you almost basically lived at my house yeah. when you were younger you know and so like and we'd do the same shit there was like a ditch by my house exactly we'd go fuck around in the ditch go fuck around you walk around on yeah. some trees yeah. you're like yeah. what What can I do go I'll like start a fire life. somewhere and fucking you know do some bullshit like yeah you know. like and I think like the internet time of that is like I feel like that's kind of what makes people freak out is like you get when you're in that like and you're scrolling for like you think it's a minute it's like five, six minutes, dude. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's like wasted. ten yeah. minutes. It's like what the well, fuck? Well, no, is I had that, that one day. I was sitting on the edge of my bed. I opened up Instagram. I was just scrolling through it, you know, and literally like, like I've, I've talked about this before. Like on there, I'll go through like hashtags and I'll try and find like cinematographers and shit just to like follow people that maybe I'll like work with in the future or whatever. Right. And uh, and then like I looked at it and I'd been on there for two hours, you know. Yeah. And I was like, that's two fucking hours of my life. I just gave to this little black fucking box, you right. know. Yeah. No, it's definitely like... That, that could... that is, I could have worked on something. You could, I could have yeah, made something. But your phone, like the thing that you're giving the power to, like, well, that we're all... You know what I'm saying? It's like that thing. Yeah. You drop that shit in some water. Bye-bye, bitch. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like... Adios. It's like... It's, it's nothing. Pointless. It's like... It's um, it's gone. It's yeah. like... It's not real. It's not a connection. It's like... It's well, like... Well, imagine it's like it shut to, off. It's you like know, they're trying to get a setup, up, dude. Know. They're trying to get a setup for that full VR yeah. shit. No, yeah. Where we're all just... Where we're just in it. Where it's like... Our life sucks. Whatever, whatever, go life, into, whatever life you Instagram. want, yeah. I'm going to go walk around on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right. I'm going to go scroll through and jump on the pictures. So, like, it's going to be mean, weird shit like that, dude. Like, where you can, like, walk through people's pictures and shit. Like, yeah. walk so, into people's lives. Yeah, dude. And it's like, but it's fake. Like, it's like, those lives are fabricated. Like, the Instagram lives that you see fab, that you yeah. love, it's fabricated. It's fucking fake money. It's fake happiness. It's just a picture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can make any picture beautiful you can make any well, scene and you can be happy you can eh, whatever you know what i'm saying it's fake dude with it's that like, being said like i think that's a good note to leave on mm-hmm. um i mean it's like just be careful you know don't right. don't don't attach allow, your identity yeah to don't it. attach your identity to it that's a big thing people have a problem with it's like twitter and instagram and facebook it's like you're looking for um, did you see what I posted? No. Did you, get, yeah. did you get see what I posted? Oh, yeah. Did you see what I posted? Oh, I on, like, you see what I posted? No. It was funny. Did you get to see what I posted? Yeah. No. Oh, it, no, it, dude. You guys got to go look right it, now. It's to the point of like... You're looking for val- uh, you know, validation in yeah. what you post, and it's like, come on, man. Like, How many likes did I get? Oh, oh I got three? Fuck yeah. me. Well, that's the... Th- yeah, no, that's the thing that started pissing me off is like, I was... Um, I was constantly looking for good news. You know what yeah. I mean? So like if we if we put out a song, if we put whatever we did, put out a right, video, right. I'd co- I'd find myself constantly looking and looking and looking to see what like the inner you know, the, the interaction internet, yeah. online. And it was. makes you feel better for a second and then you're just like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, and then it I started to realize back. I was like, Oh, that actually oh, sorry. I was like, that doesn't actually feel like anything. Yeah. You know? No. And I'm just like doing that and it's just becoming this nervous tick that I have, yeah. you know. I mean, there's that thing where it's like it feels cool if like people are responding to you and they enjoy it and stuff, but it's like it only goes so far because it's like mm-hmm. when you're creating stuff, you're not really doing it for people that right. like it. So it's like when you're doing it, it's cool to be like, oh, yeah, people enjoy it or whatever. It's like whatever. But 
you, it's not the reason that you're doing it. Right. So when you're seeking that out, it's just something different. It's like yeah. that well, ego. And the thing I realized like the other night when we were recording, um, uh, the other night when we were all there, you know, yeah. and we were doing vocals and shit. Yeah. Like I hadn't looked at my phone the, the since the moment we got there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I realized I was like, I'm like 100% in this moment. Like yeah, even mentally, I yeah. wasn't thinking about the future. I wasn't right. thinking about the past. I was like, Thinking about what I was the hearing song. at that exact moment, yeah. I think, and I was like, "This is what I think this that's is what about, the hard you know? thing with booking for me is is like you're con- like it honestly drains the fuck out of me because like you're constantly checking email, constantly fucking sending links and, and responding to yeah. people, and you're like, "Fuck, man!" Like that's the part of filmmaking I don't like. You yet. guys, since we're splitting up that booking, we should just do a booking day. We get together, yeah. the three of us. I mean, I say Sunday, work on our week. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, Sunday's that'd be good. cool. That'd work be on our work. Yeah, yeah, work on our individual parts, and we just sit together because I mean, it'd be good. You know what I'm saying? So we all have each other, and we're just like, "In it, you know, this yeah. sucks." <laughs> yeah, we can, we we can, uh, we can be present while we also being unpresent. Revel, yeah. revel in the suckery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but anyhow, you guys want to get into the Lazar? Yeah. Huh? Bob. Oh, Mr. Well, Bobman. We're already at two hours on this. So. We're at two hours. Yeah. God damn it! That was two hours. Yeah, we're at. No, the camera's only stopped once. This is one hour fifty-six minutes. Let's talk about Bob Lazar for fifteen minutes. Oh wait. Fuck it. Okay. Wait, does logic always have a zero one? Yep. And then when it crosses over to an yeah, hour, so it's it at fifty six minutes. Yeah, because yeah. these are these are yeah, that would make sense. Okay, because I thought it already switched. We still good, G. Okay, so um, what does it say about Bob Lazar? I fell asleep watching that Rogan podcast. Yeah, shit was shit was nuts, man. So I looked into him a little bit, right? I have. All right. A few you things. You lay down your beef, and then I'll lay down my counter off. And I have no okay. idea what's happening, so I'll just fucking okay. be a spectator. Yeah. Okay, so I don't totally have beef, but because I see sides of it, right? Right. So Bob Lazar, right, says he worked uh, at around Area 51, like in one of the subsects of it, essentially, yeah. in about 1989, yeah. 1990, right? Yeah. yeah. So right around that time, like 1991. He had a couple like charges where he went to jail and shit for uh like there was a, there was like one of them was he was he put a camera up in a brothel and was like just videoing it and then the other one I don't remember it was some other um oh it was like aiding in a sex ring or some shit so there's like shit where it's like that where it's like is that real shit or is that government shit yeah that they're putting yeah. on him but the thing that I was watching with the dude is like. The thing, I mean, I get that he's, like, stressed out and been through a lot with that, but, like, Joe Rogan was asking him some questions about, like, how he was feeling at the times and stuff, and it was, like, he was really, like, it to me, it seemed kind of, like, false and fabricated, so, like, I have this thing where I'm, like, did he get himself so far in a thing where he's, like, because I'm not saying, like, that shit's not real or whatever, you know what I'm yeah. saying, but, like, did he get himself so far in a thing where like he's, like... saying something about that he's now right. has to just live with right, it. Right, 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 it, yeah. right. So, but, because, like, some of the questions I was, like, Shouldn't you have like a did you finish answer it? for that? No, but like how far did you get? Mm, I think where I fell asleep, like the last thing I remember listening to was he was talking about how they were monitoring him and he couldn't even tell his wife yeah, and so she he, thought that he was uh, cheating on him. Okay, so you didn't even get to like the part that actually solidified it for me because like I'm I I'm I'm not I'm not a skeptic, but I I like you to just look at shit. I, I look at shit and go I don't know yet. Yeah, yeah, analytically and like 
So the thing that actually solidified it for me was like towards the end. Um, so the guy that they had on um, who made the documentary about Bob Lazar. Um, Jeremy something? Yeah, Jeremy. Uh, I can't remember his last name right now. Um, but that dude was talking about how like people, you know, people are out outwardly saying, oh, that's fucking bullshit. He's not being truthful. None right. of this happened. And, like, the shit that came true came true, whatever. But the Element thing, 115 yeah, shit. Yeah, but the thing that really solidified that whole podcast for me is that Jeremy was talking about how um, he, like, people are starting to come out and, like, say, like, oh, yeah, no, I worked with him, and here's, like, the, the records from this place, and, like, here's a handwritten note from you know, uh, Sergeant Dennis, like, to Bob Lazar on the date. And, like, so actual documents that, like, these people have held on to, yeah. they're like, no, like, this is legit. Like, we work together on this top secret clearance. And, like, here's all this information. They're sending it to Jeremy. And Jeremy's like, here, like, he, some of it he hasn't even told Bob about. Like, there's this one guy he worked with um, that, like, he was top security dude at, at the place. Mm-hmm. And when Bob... Lazar's name got dropped on national news like the story is like the dude just like dropped his like fork into his potato and said fuck like I'm fucked like they're gonna come for me and basically there was a handwritten note like he wrote Bob like a letter basically and just never sent it to him but the dude the top security guy like sent it to Jeremy after all these years and it was like no like this is legit like he's he's legit like we worked in secret government clearance and I think the one thing that Bob was talking about towards the end was just like, you know, I don't make any money off of this. If we make money off of this, I send it to local schools. Um, you know, I hope that, like, just what we're doing is going to give people the power to, like, so feel comfortable and come forward. Because, you know, the, whatever, you know. The one thing that I thought was that was just kind of weird to me was, like, see, I think maybe he did work on that shit, you know, and yeah. he was down there, but, like, when he was describing the, like, UFO that they had there that he was working on, I was just like, the shit, ah, I don't know, dude. Like, did you listen to it? No, I, okay, I so Okay, so he was describing this UFO, right? Mm-hmm. He was saying, there was just a few things to me that, like, totally didn't make all that much sense, right? So he was saying the ship, there was one ship there that he was working on, right? Right. Because it had a, a, a core in it, essentially, that they were trying to figure out how it worked in this core. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was runoff element 115, but what? Well, it, it was a reactor. It was, yeah, so it was that a, had a, the stable element, the stabilized version of element 115, which you can't find stable on Earth because the isotopes in it make it non. Yeah, it like non-stable. it like it's only it's only an element or some shit for like 0. 0.56 that seconds. Was, so or so <laughs> essentially, like when you make the element, it can only it it, it, it lasts for yeah. 0. 0.56 of a second before it explodes. <laughs> like so, it's. Mm. It's so powerful that, or whatever, that it's so quick of like a reaction, right? Mm -hmm. So like they had a version of it essentially that was stable, and he was saying that it created its own gravitational field, and I think that's how the UFO moved. Was that it? Basically, so like in the middle of the craft, what he explained is, so they have it's basically like, so you have like this reactor tower, and then you have this sphere, and the the way the reactor works, how he explained is that it's it works based on weighted. like force so when you put the spherical thing on top of the reactor like pull the the weight is what turns it on and makes it start like promoting a gravitational uh field but 
on the top of the craft, mm-hmm. he said he basically had like a pin needle type of thing or like a needle. And so what happens is it lines up. And then if you've ever seen a diagram of a gravitational field around something like a force field or whatever, it literally makes like a heart shape around the object it goes around. So what it they're talking it, about is like, so if you have this sphere and you try to put your hands on it, it's naturally going to push your hands away because the field is already, you know, centered around it. So he was saying that when you place the sphere in the middle of the craft, it, sh- it connects to that, uh, that, that needle mm-hmm. and then it, it goes around the craft and that's what pushes it off the ground. And, and like, well, and that actually kind of makes sense. It towards does. What other, well, towards what, like people who have gotten close or, you know, that have had like UFO sightings or whatever. And like, and it depends on how, you know, how much you believe in that stuff. Right. I, I take it kind of thing by thing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there's people who have talked about like either walking underneath one and or walking and into it. There. No, no, they fucking go flying. Like right. it, it well, like I, I would have to debunk that personally because if you're so gravitational force bends a light, light and, yeah. and, and it, what well, it that do, makes sense too. when they just don't see it. Yeah. When yeah. So when you walk there, it, it would just look like clear sky. Right. But like, if you're looking at it from afar, you could see the object, but once you go under it and look up, since that gravitational uh, mm-hmm. field is bending the light and, and basically your view around mm-hmm. it. You're not going to be able to see it. And so, so how he was describing the ship, though, is what bothered me. So yeah, what, what that, that said, made it weird. So what he said, there here's, is... here's the things that, yeah, that yes. So he said, first of all, he said it was, okay, he said the people, it was, he said it was super small inside, right? He said the people would have been, have to have been about half his size to have, like, so, been free. So, like, 4'11", 4'8". Like, three, four, eight, like three eight. no, like, three foot, dude. Like, some tiny little dudes, right? And um, what his, what he was saying was... There was nothing in the ship, right? It was completely empty. He said it was, this is what was written. He said it was 56 feet in diameter, which is really big. If mm-hmm. you think about 56 feet in diameter, yeah. that inside should be kind of bigger, I feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, that well, was Unless weird. it's just like mostly fucking shit to make it work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, well and but he said there was, okay, so he said there's nothing inside, right? Only thing inside is that, that reactor in the middle. Then there's three small chairs placed around it. And then around those chairs are these like square square block things that would be like like Down if we had like a little gra- pillar thing it, right here. It was for the gravitational like uh, stability or something. Stability. Shit. But what he was saying was that inside the ship there was not one right angle. There was nothing. It was all smooth. There was curvature to everything. Hmm. Like, and it just seemed kind of weird to me that like I don't know. It just the way he made it sound. It just seemed like. Like, you know, if you pictured, like, um, some weird UFO from, like, a weird, like, Jetsons cartoon or something, you know, it just seemed kind of, like, uh, fabricated a little bit. And, like, I, I don't think maybe he didn't work on shit, but there's things where it's, like, if you don't know shit, like, don't. Well, well yeah, that, but also, definitely, it could you have to take it with things. a grain of salt, yeah. too, because but, we don't even know, like, from the general public, no one knows what the fuck a flying saucer looks like on the inside. So it could be true, right. it could be fake. The yeah. thing I took from that was, like, that honestly would make more sense because in the human mind everything we think about is usually in a in an angle you know everything that we build and create you know even like a, a right house angles, every bro. there's there's right angles everywhere there's there's an actual structure to things on how we build stuff and so if you're taking something from a different like universe or whatever um we don't know how right. they work so it's like let's say this is real like, from what the humans think, you know, like, what a spaceship should look like, you know, when you go into a shuttle, obviously you're going to have a command board, and you're, you're going to have your thrusters, you're going to have mm-hmm. your computer, you're going to have, you know, all the things that tell you what the ship is doing 
um, you know, how it's doing, how it's performing, uh, your altitude and shit like that. But like, if you know, if it's from a different place, they may they don't need, they may not even need to use need that because their technology may be so much more advanced that they have something that it was like when he was talking about how like Rogan asked him, so was there like a like a like a screen or like a windshield, you know, like oh, an actual about that. and he was talking about the arch where basically um, they can make the arch translucent. So, like, this archway could become its screen. It had, like, metal in it, right? So, it's, like, an archway with, like, metal. And, essentially, it could become translucent if they, like, did something to it. And I guess he said that he's seen it happen. One thing that did kind of solidify it for me, I thought this was a weird... I thought he was kind of weirdly hung up on this one fact, but I guess it's kind of important. I don't know. Like, the um, director guy uh, who was making the film, he was talking about how, like, he was kind of skeptical, too, you know? And, like, the one thing that really solidified it for him was that... um, so Bob Lazar, he had, like, he got, like, the test flight schedule of when they'd be doing him. Yeah. And he took, I guess, three separate people out there at different times to go watch the fucking UFOs. And the guy was like, and these three people who don't like each other. They don't even know each other all that well. Yeah, but he said, he was like, they don't like each other. And uh, they all agree. They all said they seen it and shit. So it's like, I don't know. I kind of thought it was weird that he was like hanging on that like they didn't like each other and stuff because like i don't know it I just seems like that, a weird yeah, I like did, I, that was you know a weird, that was a weird like but a, it also could just be like a fucking manner of speech you know it's not like yeah. a, it, it could it might not be something that you actually need to place in right like well, it just might be something that and that, you know right well right that's what i'm saying like i think he might have been doing it to just prove that like it's whatever but like so that was one thing where i was kind of like well that is kind of weird that three people said seen shit and like i mean like because he said that like um I mean, it's like they're like their little baby, you know what I'm saying? Like they're they're a little Ferrari or something. Like they only right. take it and fly it out over the mountains, and they don't take it to crazy places. They only do little things with it, so that way it's like because it's their thing, you know what I'm saying? So right. it's like right. that well, kind of makes sense. Like it, you know, it's like I said, you got to take it with a grain of salt. You know, no one can actually 100% say that it's real if you haven't been there. You know, if you haven't actually been the one working on it, and like right. you know, it, like there's every there's so much like. There's so much to that actual story, and I do recommend people to just go listen to it. Yeah, I, mean, I want to watch a documentary. It's on. It's on a Prime. I think I'm it's gonna on watch Netflix it. too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, um, but I definitely think that uh, you know there is things you know that like mm-hmm. we don't know. We, well, yeah, you know, for sure. And, and there is things like it's like my dad having. So were they were they on uh, the podcast to promote this documentary? No, no. Okay. It, it was. I guess Bob well, Lazar didn't even want to do it. Like, they no, talk it's, him it's, into it's it. because they talked about it on the it's podcast. It's because he's had so much. Like, you know, you're. Let's say you worked on a top secret government clearance, and like you're speaking out about it, and they're constantly ruining people's lives around you. So what the government will do, they're like, if you talk about something controversial, they're not going to snuff you because then it's obvious. Mm-hmm. So what they're going to do is they're going to start going after your friends, and your family, your life. and yeah. they're they're going to go, all right, you know, we're going to get the IRS involved and start auditing your friends. We're going to delete your birth certificate. We're going to delete your education records. We're going to delete your logs of every time you clocked into this certain airport. We're going to delete, 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 and then we're going to start fucking over your friends, start going after your family. So then yeah. so then it's literally systematically, de- uh, like, destroying everyone around you, and then it... It's literally the aftermath and the fallout of that is even worse than being snuffed. I did think it was weird how... Because during the podcast, I just, like, Googled Bob Lazar, and I was just, like, looking, and I thought, I did think it was weird how most of the shit that came up on him was, like, um, like, fuck shit. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, yeah, no, like, that's like, that's something that I do think happens, because there's a guy from Loveland um, who 
Noah and I kind of got into to researching and shit. And uh, he supposedly has the most, uh, like, actual, um, like, documented UFO sightings in history. And um, here, he, or did yeah, he no, travel? like, Denver, Loveland, like, it, th- just through this area, he, like, I mean, shit, like, that people had caught on the news and stuff, and he had been the one that, like, saw it. You know what I mean? And, uh, and he had this whole thing about how he, like, felt like aliens were following him and then has this whole story about how, like, he made contact with him and shit. Um, and, you know, it all might be wooey-woo shit. But, right. like, it, uh, anyway, he was, he, the first time that he came out and, like, actually told his whole story, immediately after that, he was arrested. And then the charges that came up were that was, like, child porn charges. Mm-hmm. And really, like, looking into that, you know, like, they, they, his wife was, he had a website and shit, um, that he was had been posting stuff on, and that's the other thing. I don't like it when people try to make like you know books and try to make money off of this shit. Mm-hmm. And like, but that's kind of what he was doing. And uh, but his wife came out on the uh, website and was like, you know, the stuff that they're saying about him isn't true, and right. he hasn't actually had like he never had a trial. I don't know where he is. I don't know what's happening with him. You know, like oh, wow. basically, it sounds like he was just fucking taken, taken. Mm-hmm. and then they put that shit out, and then like nothing actually ever came of it. Like it like wasn't weird wasn't real you know what mm-hmm. i mean and uh, but i think that people do that because if you see like like the same like if they said you killed somebody people are going to be like okay maybe you killed somebody but like that doesn't mean that this shit he says isn't true right. but if you say that it's like child porn or whatever or you say that it's some, like some filming a brothel or so yeah people yeah. are gonna be like oh well what the fuck, fuck? yeah fuck this creepy yeah. yeah but so i do i do think that's something that the government does to like yeah. well, discredit you you know but then it's hard too because there are just like fucked up people like that who, right you know what i'm saying yeah because what like, if he is what if he is just like a dude like that and then he just goes around and says like oh i saw fucking ufos you know yeah like, exactly so he's like, just a crazy nut job you know yeah. what i mean but it's i don't know it's that's like a hard like those type of people you know what i'm saying yeah, like, yeah that's a hard on. that's a hard fucking pool yeah. to swim in, that's you know why i think well, like and I def- it's important to just like i don't know like I just like to try and hear everything. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like I can. T- yeah, and you can make your own fucking. Exactly. It's like I don't know how I feel on that. Honestly, like I don't know what I think about the. Well, and the thing, shit. the like, whole thing about I'm like still his in story, on the jury. You know what I'm saying? Like Noah no, no and I, Noah and I watched a bunch of shit on him, and he had like actual like video footage of like aliens well, coming so up it, to his windows and shit. Like well, and Bombazar and, uh, had the same. Like it was like you like, have to tell me his name. I, I, I'll have to. Noah probably remembers okay. it. I don't remember his name, but like. Well, that's that's the thing with Bob Lazar. He had like actual footage of. The test flights. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's like 1990s camcorder shit, but like right. Well, that's what this is too. Yeah, yeah. but uh, anyhow, like I said, just go check it out. Check out the podcast. Uh, I can't remember the documentary name. Just look up Bob Lazar and make your own opinion, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe, yeah. Um, Real talk. But anyways, we'll uh, we'll cut this episode cool. uh, off. Um, a couple of quick announcements. Uh, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Ooh. Laird Superfood. Uh, Laird Superfood is fucking cool. They have a lot of good products. Um, my favorite ones right now are the performance mushrooms. Um, they combine four different types of uh, mental stimulant mushrooms, chaga, lion's mane, maitake, and cardiceps. All really good shit. Helps promote really good uh, stimulation throughout the day. Um, Keep that gives brain you, flow. Yeah, it gives you really nice, good uh, cognitive function. Um, so take some of that. Go take an IQ test. You might be a smart motherfucker. Um, <laughs> Genius. Uh, it also stimulates uh, good to, you know, it brings your workout to a next level. Um, it's just good shit, man. I, I put it in. Creativity. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it just helps stimulate everything. Um so all you need to do is take a a, two, uh, ah, a teaspoon of that, put it in your favorite beverage, go on throughout your day. Um, I usually put it in water. How does and, it taste? Uh, in water, pretty all right? It's all just right. Just like some yeah, good it, shit yeah. for you. Um, 
Also, they got a bunch of other shit on there. They got creamers. They got supplements. Um, just go check it out. And if you're not into supplements and you want to kind of start, you know, putting healthy shit in your body, Earth shit, bro. De- definitely go to LairdSuperfood.com. Type in the promo code TrueSite20. Get twenty percent off your first purchase. Um, and just go do that, man. It'll make you feel good. Um, also, I'm gonna do it. Also, like subscribe it, to uh, our Patreon account if you haven't yet. It's under TrueSight Network. Look us up on there. Uh, we have tiers for subscription. If you you know give us a dollar, we'll give you promo codes, early access to content, um, you know pre-sales. We'll send, uh, send new music. Yeah, we can send new music, bonus tracks, things like that. <laughs> we'll send you um, weird shit. And then the, you subscribe, know the, bro. The, 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 the tiers go on. You know you fucking want to. The tiers go on. Um, and uh, what are you gonna buy a soda? Bro. I'm sorry. I'm dude. trying to do this. Fucking... I want people to do it. I'm gonna do it. I want them to do it. We'll give you cool uh, shit, I'm, dog. I'm trying to do this, bro. I'm sorry. Let's do it. There's a bunch of tears. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so go check those out. Um, also, uh, every Monday uh, we have a new True Sight roundup. Haven't done it this week because we weren't getting our picks in. There was some. Uh, minor Some of us are being punk bitches, hey. and if these punk bitches are listening to our own podcast, are you calling me out right now? Yes, <laughs> I am. You're one of them. All right, send your fucking pics. All right, I started listening to music again, so I'll send some stuff. Right. So yes, uh, I don't even listen to music, and I send my shit in. Okay, okay. E- each- <laughs> all right, I'll get you. I'll get e- you shit together, Alex. I'll get you. I'll get you. Each member every week uh, picks five songs of their, you know, their oh, choosing. Every member. And uh, oh, I was thought. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm getting you. And. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, go check that out. You might find some cool new music. Also, Lovely Day is out, our new record. Uh, we are recording a new one, and it's gonna be beautiful. That's, I was uh, gonna make it. I was gonna make a meme of the fucking. You know the you know the meme where it's like the, yeah. the chick looking back or the guy looking back at the chick and he's got the one chick on his arm. I was gonna say like the promotion we should be doing for Lovely Day, and then like us recording our new record. Like, <laughs> let's do that. Let's yeah. put that out. That's a funny one. That's um, a good one. Let's make that. Did, did you see those orangutan memes? Uh-uh. I'm gonna make one of those for one. Uh, also. Show you after. Um, our next show is July 5th at Lost Lake. What? Where? Right after the 4th of fucking July, yeah, dude, Friday dude. night. I know keep y'all. Keep that party running. I know, <laughs> I know y'all are going to be hungover as fuck, so come, like, no, alleviate your drinking. mind. Yeah, come yeah. get that hair of the dog, bro. Come yes. take that shit. Come hang out with us. Get some groovy music inside your head. Uh, we're going to be playing with poor Take Moxie. some layered mushrooms. Always really good. Then keep drinking and come. Hella yeah. fun. <laughs> Hella um, good show. Also. Rock and roll, baby. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? I think that's it. Um, I think that's the podcast. I think this Patreon, episode's over. Laird. Shows. Hit record. That shit. Roundup. Fun oh, shit. Oh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube to get our video versions of the podcast. Those are also really fucking cool because you get to see our reactions and how uh, flabbergasted we look. <gasps> probably other weird shit on there too, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, we have True skits. Network has cool shit. Yeah. We have music skits, video music skits. videos. Uh, so yeah, go subscribe to that on YouTube.com. Slash uh, True Sight Network. Get all your favorite shit from your boys. So, uh, anyways, enjoy your Monday. Uh, Song of the week is gonna be. Dude, Superfly. Come on. Superfly! Yeah, let's do that. Superfly. Curtis Mayfield, bro. Go check it out. Superfly. Be Superfly on this week. We love ya. Have fun. Adios. Man of the hour has an arrow.
Look back.